Live from Master Closet Studios, you're listening to the only podcast on the internet that have been replaced by ventriloquist or ventriloquist. <laughs> ventriloquist. According to Trip. Should we spell this word out? V. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Vatriloquist. Vatriloquist. V E T R I L I C W I S T. What would you say? That's how it sounds. Plus the noobs and the Whovian. My name is Austin. I'm the Whovian. These are my sons, Corbin and Trip. And, and we're, we're the news. news. And this is the podcast that makes fun of its co-hosts for not knowing how to spell a complicated <laughs> word and occasionally introduces a whole new generation to Doctor Who by watching an episode each week and discussing it from the perspective of a dad who's seen it before and, and two, two sons, sons who, who haven't. haven't. So welcome to episode number 88 covering series six, episode 11, The God Complex. This is the one where the doctor, Amy, Rory, and the other people get slowly picked off by one, one by one by a minotaur in the creepiest way possible. Also, there's a sad clown. There is. <laughs> I was trying so hard not to laugh. And you made time. it. All right. Story number 222, 222, originally airing September 17th, 2011 to 6.77 sad million wow. viewers. <laughs> Sad. Sad. Uh, this doctor. one was written by Toby Whithouse, and um, he also wrote Vampires of Venice and School Reunion. School Reunion was Which good. the wiki pointed out also touched on the theme of losing companions. So apparently <laughs> Toby is hung up on the idea of the doctor uh, not being a healthy habit <laughs> for his companions, so to speak. And it was directed by Nick uh, Huron, Huron, Huron. We never have Huron. We've been saying this for like Huron makes the most sense. Why? Where are you getting Huron from? Huron. 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 Let's just go with Huron. I don't know. I thought I had some notes in the cast section. Did anybody? Oh, you know what it was? No, no, no. I did some digging. I looked up, you know, the various other people in this episode, and there wasn't really anything of note. Um, so I didn't write any of it down. Cool <laughs> <Little> story, bro. <laughs> Noobs in the Whovian, as always, is brought to you by R5 Website Management. You know what to do. Go over there, uh, head over to store.r5websitemanagement.com and use the code NOOBS at checkout for uh, 15% off of your entire order. You can get your domains registered, get your hosting. If you're not quite ready to build out your own full WordPress website, you can get our website builder, which allows you to just sort of drag and drop based on uh, existing customized templates. I had an opportunity this week to actually fully go in and really build out a full website with with that uh, product. And uh, it was even better than uh, my experience with it before. I actually had to see all the little nooks and crannies. So it's actually really good. And so uh, you don't have to take my word for it, though. You can head on over there. You can start off for free. I think it actually lets you start completely free. And then when you're ready to get underway, uh, make sure that you use the code NOOBS at checkout to trip up your co-hosts and get 15% <laughs> off your entire order and get started building your awesome website today. All right, so the checklist. We are right into it, guys, man. We aren't messing around yep. this week. Mm-hmm. We ain't got no trivia, no cast information. Let's get going. All that right. sounds like a you problem, Yeah, we, ain't, we, ain't, got, we ain't got half the show. <laughs> seeing as you make the notes. What do you mean a you problem? I didn't say it was a problem. I said we're not messing around. We're getting into it. Here we go. If this is a short episode, it's your fault. Corbin's like blink, 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 blink. All right. Uh, so 30 name, seconds later. Okay, but guys, bye. Was the name of the episode spoken in dialogue? Spoiler alert. Yes. What? How? What? How is that a spoiler? <laughs> I just asked the question, and we've all seen the episode. 
How is it a spoiler, spoiler alert? alert to because everybody who hasn't seen? You have to say spoiler alert before anything. Before anything on the checklist. Okay. Says spoiler I. Spoiler alert. So, Don't test me on what's that. her name? Um, oh gosh, now all of a sudden I can't think of her name. Uh, um, spoiler you're not alert. That We're about I to guess. say someone's name. The the uh, the 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 woman. The one the one that was. Why like, are you uh, asking? Rita. This? Rita. I Rita. scrolled down and I found it. Rita <laughs> said, uh, "Why is it up to you to save us?" That's quite a god complex you've got there. And so mm. we, we definitely got it uh, spoken there and it, and it crystallizes it. I, I confused this one for a long time. For some reason, first couple of times I saw this episode, I thought that the god complex for some reason referred to the Minotaur. The, yeah. I thought it was like too. the building. Because he, cause oh, he was thought, talking about the <laughs> complex as complex, a, like a yeah. building complex. <laughs> and the god <laughs> complex cool. because like, like he said, he was like. Kind of like a god creature well, yeah, to the were, actual thing. Yeah, we found that out at the end that he yeah. um that, that that his species rather went around to various planets and set themselves up as gods. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of parallels, and we'll we'll get into this between the Doctor and the Minotaur. So mm-hmm. uh so the creature of the week, as we just said, is Corbin is what? Well, I say Minotaur, but the Doctor says what? Minotaur. Mi- Minotaur. Minotaur. I say Minotaur. We completely forgot what he said, but it was, it was something like that. And it Minotaur. Was wrong. He yeah. is wrong. It is Minotaur. So one thing that we we didn't do here. Um, so, th- so oh, by the way, first of all, we've got to add this to the list, right? There's no such thing as vampires. They're aliens. There's no such yeah. thing as uh, werewolves. It's Aliens. Hemoveriforms or whatever. Uh, no lupi, lupa, lupine hemoveriforms. Wavelength. Wavelength. Yeah, something. Like lupine wavelength hemoveriform. There you go. Yeah, uh, yeah mm-hmm. so there's no, no such thing as most of the things. It's really aliens. So apparently yeah. minotaurs, minotaurs, whatever you want to call it. Are min- just, minotaurs are aliens. Aren't they classified in like the Greek god section kind of? What do you mean? Minotaur. Are they Are they Greek gods? As far as I know, there they're was not, only one. I know they're not gods, they're but like, I know they're like classified well, somewhat in that kind of yeah, area. Yeah, like Greek mythology has them. Yeah. If but, I'm not wrong, I like, thought there was only one. Oh. Wait. Well, you know it was what? just the one right. inside that maze, the labyrinth. I think you're right about that. Yeah, like, like yeah, like classically, originally, yes. Yeah. But then- But then as, it morphed into this thing yeah, that's yeah. so common. Exactly, exactly. So, um, but right up there with- uh, you know, like um, centaurs that are like the half man, half horse. Yeah. yeah. And uh, whatever Mr. Tumnus was. What was he? Uh, um, uh, half goat. Half. Yeah, but what was, what is that called? Oh, a uh, satyr. Uh, that's a satyr? I think so, yeah. I've, that's not what he said in The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, though. Well, he said he was a thing. Corbin's Googling it. Anywho. Of course I am. So, uh, so yeah, we got we to gotta add that to that list of creatures that aren't actually creatures. They're really aliens. Uh, but we don't ever like address that at all. The closest thing that we get is the idea that, as the doctor said, they visited planets and set themselves up as gods until they got all secular and and build what did he call them? Um, uh, crazy prisons, some kind of he didn't say crazy, but like you know, like ridiculously, um, ridiculously elaborate prisons. So he didn't mm-hmm. specifically say Earth, so I guess it's implied. Did you find it? Oh. Uh- Sater is a half goat, half man, but he called himself a fawn. A fawn, apparently. fawn, yeah, yeah because yeah. Sater is not good enough for him. He is a fawn, <laughs> okay? Which is just a baby deer, isn't it? So why did he call himself that? Um, I think that's different. Or maybe that's a fawn an F-A-W-N is a deer. I think a fawn, F A U N. Anywho, moving right along, <laughs> we're um, getting CGI. Um, I actually forgot to write this down, but I remember it. Um, did y'all catch? The one bit of CG, I'm sorry, not the one bit, 
there was the CGI of the hotel collapsing and turning out to be a holodeck, which essentially. is pretty good. That was pretty good. Did y'all catch the other very subtle CGI in this episode? Was it the CGI looking out into space? Because that was not good. No, 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 no. no. Uh, it was the ropes untying themselves oh. off of the guy's oh, yeah, hand. Remember that. And remember the guy that was tied to the chair? And then all of a sudden the, 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 that the ropes like- That was pretty weird. That was CGI. That wasn't like, bad. That wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, you know, it, was, it looked like it was there at least, right? Which is a start. For right. CGI. So, like I said, this is probably the fourth time I've seen this episode. Cropped in. Uh, yeah, yeah. This was like the fourth time I've seen this episode, and it was the first time I ever noticed that that was CGI. And can we, because for some reason we keep finding ways to bring this up, can we compare that to the telephone cord wrapping around the third doctor? Ah. <laughs> even cgi though <laughs> no it wasn't i'm just saying as it wasn't effect, cgi back like, then but rope like, a rope like material that moves itself like we've come a long way it was <laughs> like a technology. stick it was like i was just wrapping it's like i was melting like a metal bar and as it was snaking around you because like it was totally solid and it was just i think it was just tending it was around. yeah it was just it was just pulled Pulled tight, uh, which, just, which helped just... it to look even worse. So, uh, let's see. We didn't get any bow tie references. Uh, the doctor didn't wear any hats this episode, um, which would have been a perfect opportunity uh, for him to have worn a hat. You know what hat he did not wear, though there was a rumor. Under the rumor section on the wiki, uh, there's some interesting stuff that comes up in there where they will, they will list things. And I, I guess this is because it probably happened real time. Right. So people would put stuff on the, the wiki and say, I think it's going to be this. And then the episode airs and they find out whether it was or wasn't true. I guess. I don't know. Or either that or somebody is one trolling forums and pulling information and putting it on the wiki. So one of the one of the things was that uh, when you saw uh, a trailer for this episode and they showed the sad clown holding the balloon and he looks at the camera, people thought that that was Matt Smith. So oh. the, as in probably a person thought that and I'm, wrote it somewhere. Enough, enough of a, of a voice said it that it ended up on the Wikia that uh, people thought it was going to be Matt, that the doctor was dressed as that sad clown for some odd that reason. That would make no sense. It didn't even look all. like him. Which would if mean he would have wa- worn that hat. If he would have walked out wearing that hat, that would have made like, sense. But him sitting on the bed with like. No part of that theory makes any sense. Yeah, that didn't even look like. No part of it. Mm-hmm. So at any rate, um, I think it is a troll. We we didn't get a Doctor Who, which again, it, there were several opportunities where it could have been, but we didn't. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Still no Geronimo. Still haven't haven't gotten a Geronimo in in uh, since the Rebel Flesh. I think was the, or the Almost People, mm-hmm. the second one. Sad. Uh, stuff the Doctor loves. This time he just says things. Hello. I love things. Ask anyone. Uh, so she oh, said, Rita says, <laughs> Rita says, there are things in the rooms. And, he, and just the way she said that made him turn around. Like he's Ooh. walking away and he turns around and he goes, things. Oh, hello. What, what kind of things? I love things. Ask anyone. That's great. Uh, and then, and then she's like, oh, bad dreams. And he's like, oh, way to weigh down the subject or something like that. Uh, yeah, bring down the mood or whatever. Yeah. So <laughs> under Jiggery Pokery for the sonic screwdriver, um, he used it, first of all, to make a loud noise. So this is Corbin's favorite use of the sonic when he uses it to make to do something sonic <laughs> waves. Yes. So he, he just made the most loud, obnoxious, annoying sound with that. It's thing. like when you put As if them, it's, the, the two sonics together and use them. 
and it made the right yeah yeah um yeah as annoying as the sonic normally is he made it even more annoying and loud so mm-hmm. apparently and then i wrote down tv remote did he actually change the channel on a tv or something no he cut mm. off the tv oh right yes but yeah, yeah, also yeah. he used the security monitors. oh i didn't even write that one down yeah so he used it as like a straight up like in place of either a tv remote or simply reaching out and pushing the button on the screen so that we could have privacy. Yeah, right. But like he literally had to back away from the screens in order to put it out, you know, fully extend it the way he normally does where he puts his arm all the way out, you know, and everything like that. You can't use the Sonic unless one, you're holding it up, two, you're holding it in front of you, or three, you're pointing it. Right, yes. So always you have to have your arm extended in some form. All right, and then, yeah, as, as Tripp said, he also used it as a souped-up microphone. That was one of those weird things where he it was like, it was like it plugged into the yeah. tape deck. You mean to say your sonic sound. screwdriver is, like, magically plugged into this machine, taking in sound rather yeah. than producing it. That's exactly what I'm saying, yeah. sending it out to mm-hmm. that radio. Yeah, what's the problem? I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. Mm-hmm. It's a Sonic. Uh, let's see. We had a um, ah, Jibberty Jabberty. I don't know if this was Jibberty Jabberty per se, but I love this where the doctor says, this is bad. Uh, well, he said, I, I didn't write the full thing down. He said, this is bad. And then he said, well, it's definitely not good. Uh, I'm not sure how bad, but we're definitely three buses, a long walk, something else that we could not make out and a taxi ride from good. So I thought that was, uh, that was a great British line there. It's kind of, it reminded me of, they've torn down it, the blocks I've been around, rebuilt them, super blocks, you know, that whole thing. I think it was three buses, two taxis. No, he said three a buses, walk. a long walk, something and a taxi from good. So I don't, I don't know what, the, I don't even, we rewound it. Mm. That's pretty far from good. That's pretty far from good. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's see. Nothing about the silence or the question. Um, nothing about the eye patch lady. She's probably, uh, probably due to wait. Oh, okay. I was like, what's the question? I forget. <laughs> now I remember the, the question that will end the universe when it's asked or whatever. I don't know. Uh, Something no, the like doctor, that. the silence will fall. Yeah. The silence when will the fall. question is asked and, uh, yeah. Something. Yeah. <laughs> the oldest question. Uh, yeah. The original question. Hidden in plain sight. Which means that someone has asked it. If it's the oldest question, that means at some Wait, point. Wait, did we ever figure out what this. the question was? I don't know. No, that's, that's, that's part of the mystery. Okay. Is we don't. It, remember, uh, the, I think the last thing we saw was on Let's Kill Hitler when yeah. he the doctor asked uh, uh, Tesselecta Amy, what is the question? And there was the dramatic zoom into her face, and she said, unknown. unknown. Yeah. Isn't that the uh, only time we've encountered the question so far? Yeah. Um, I'm pretty is sure. It? I feel like that's where he learned about what the silence actually was, was in that episode. No. Talking to Tesselecta. That's and, where we learned that the silence, the silence is not wasn't a, species, a species, it's an order. Well, yeah, but order. like, the question was never brought up in the first episode with the silence. No. I don't, I don't think so. So... I think that episode is the one and only time so far hmm. they've talked about the question. Well, we spent a lot of time talking about the question for an episode that didn't deal with the question. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, last thing on the checklist, existential horror. Any existential horror from this episode? Uh, no maybe. existential horror. I, know, I mean, fear. knowing that you're going to yeah. die because you're going to die eventually. Knowing how about the, how about the existential horror existential. of vacillating back and forth between this rapturous worship where you are just completely out of your head 
with True. ecstasy of being eaten by a, a minotaur. And you want but not eaten by a minotaur, really. You just made catatonic. And then, <laughs> but then just coming dumb. back from that. Can you imagine coming back from that not and even, knowing that it's coming again and that like you're going to be that again? remember it. Huh? It's like they didn't even really seem to remember They're it. Like, They're like, <gasps> at least the first few times. It's like just like, just kinda, yeah, whatever, that didn't oh. happen. Or else they probably would have said something. Yeah, they kind of shook it off a little bit. Yeah. But, but like Rita oh. definitely knew that it was coming. Uh-huh. Yeah, like and uh, yeah, at a certain point, very, very, um, very, very weird. The idea of uh, it's kind of—I mean, I don't know—it feels like it's uh, maybe a parallel with like dementia or something, where you have these mm-hmm. moments of clarity followed by moments of, you know, you are completely, uh, you're completely unaware of who you actually are and things like that, and then you snap back into it, but know that you're going back. Like that's kind of yeah, that's kind of crazy. Fun. Yeah, sorry, I took that so dark. All right, um, <laughs> other stuff we noticed. Uh, let's see. Early on, um, <coughs> what now? You took these notes early on. I'm just going to read this. Early on, when meeting her, the doctor said to Amy that he was definitely a madman with a box, and that understanding, oh, and that understanding this could save her life. Who changed all of the stuff on that? Because that you that was like highlighted a weird color and all oh, that, right? I changed that. Yeah, change it back. <laughs> Why? Because I copied and pasted that from the Wikia. Ah. So I don't want to. I don't want to put that on the website verbatim like that. But, uh, but yeah. So the 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 idea from the wiki was that in the eleventh hour, right? The doctor says to Amy, uh, "I definitely there's one thing you need to know, Amy Pond. I definitely am a madman with a box." And one day that knowledge may save your life. Ah. And then here you go. Ah. Embracing that idea Sad is what saved her from being dog. eaten by the Minotaur. 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 Who's who? Who is Rory? I love the line. It's okay. We're nice. <laughs> <laughs> Amy says, did you just say we're nice? Yeah. I didn't know what to say. <laughs> we come in peace. All that kind of stuff. Uh, let's see. Um I, oh, and then we have okay, so that's a that's a silly Rory moment, and then we have a kind of serious Rory moment where he is talking about how the one guy with glasses who had just been eaten by the Minotaur, mm-hmm. how he had just spent a bunch of time with a speech therapist and overcame a stutter, and he's like, "That's amazing, you know, like imagine how hard that would be," and blah blah blah, and then he looks. He's looking at a picture, but like we're looking at him through the reflection in the glass. So it's this kind of, uh, you know, reflective moment, for lack of a better word. I don't literally mean reflecting off the glass, <laughs> but like he's reflecting as his face is reflecting. Um, he says, We forgot not all victories are about saving the universe. And I love that Rory is like the grounding character mm-hmm. to this show because we have. We have literally watched the entire universe like blow up and be restored <coughs> or like, you know, all the stars in the universe go out and come back and stuff like that many, many times. Right. Yeah. You know, like him being erased from ever having existed, but then popping up as a Roman soldier. And then being erased again from ever existing and popping back You know, back little, up. little things like that. Little things. And like the whole universe ending and then just us rebooting it because that's how that works. Yeah, because, you know, you just control, alt, delete the, the cosmos. But Rory <laughs> says, we forgot that not all victories are about saving the universe. Not every oh. victory has to be cosmic cataclysm and you know doctor who 
has been accused of that over the years. Um, one of the, actually one of the things that people didn't like about 11, the, one of the criticisms leveled against, uh, Matt Smith's era is that you kind of get way, way big and loud and cosmic. And some people thought, can we just have like an adventure where the doctor goes and like saves a planet from a crazy plague without it turning out that, you know, the exhaust fumes from the TARDIS caused the plague and now it's going to wipe out all known life in the universe. Uh, By the way, feel free, anybody who wants to, to take that into an episode because I just made that up off the top of my head. But that's the kind of thing that happens, right? We keep seeing that, right? There's a crack in, in a little girl's wall and then it turns out to be a crack that's destroying time itself. That yeah. was caused by the TARDIS. Right, yeah. And 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 those kinds of things. So, uh, you know, here you have a little bit of reaction to that. Rory kind of saying not everything has to be about the the galactic scale or the universe scale mm-hmm. um where it's going or or okay how about with tenant the last the last thing that he went up against was someone trying you know a reality bomb that was going to destroy every universe not only <laughs> this one but all possible universes you know little things like that again so um rory is kind of grounding things and we're we're actually gonna um we actually saw that at the end of this episode right they get they get dropped off, and what does the doctor tell Amy? Maybe there's a an even scarier adventure in there, right? And he points at the little apartment, you know, like maybe just y'all being married and being a family and living your life is even more complicated, right? It's even scarier than flying all over the universe. So, uh, who is Amy? Um, I, I, the one thing I wrote down here was she has great faith in the doctor. Um, and I thought we could kind of explore that a little bit. So what do you, t- talk to me about that guys. Talk to me about Amy and her, and how she views the doctor and how did that change here? Well, I mean, obviously she had to change her trust. Otherwise she'd be put in a coma, death coma by the Minotaur. Yeah. Like, what is that? They just are dead suddenly. That's weird. It's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't really make any sense. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, she definitely has had to change her view. Yeah. Because she can't just always trust the doctor, especially now that apparently he's just not going to be there for a while since he mm. left her yeah. Uh, yeah. at her house, I guess. So I, th- I think it's interesting. Like the last episode. Okay. So we, we, all right. We had, we started off with, you know, she kind of had a crush on the doctor there was the love triangle aspect of Rory love, you know, just blindly loves Amy with every cell of his being. <laughs> it's like and six. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Amy. Um, and, and, and contrast that with the, the doctor, um, her, you know, the doctor being like, uh, because going from being a love interest to being just a hero and, there's always this tension, right, between him and Rory about, you know, there's things that she'll tell him, but she won't tell Rory. You know, she told him she was pregnant and didn't tell Rory. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there, there, was, there was always things like that. We talked about in the last episode how she tells Rory, Rory, I love you. Now come and save me, right? To me, that was a huge moment. Because right? normally she she's like the doctor, the doctor, 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 yeah. doctor. You and, have and the TARDIS. Way, you can come save me. Right. 
And that's the default for companions on the show, right? Mm-hmm. But here you have a married couple. And so she says, Rory, I love you. Now come save me. You know, come on then. Go on then or whatever. But then later on when she writes on the door she with the lipstick, doctor. she wrote, doctor, I'm waiting, right? And we have that whole thing. And then we have, you know, she she tells Rory, come save me. But then who does she have the animosity towards at the end? Old Amy. It's the doctor, right? She says, I hate the doctor. I hate everything about him. She doesn't hate Rory. Because Rory didn't though, have anything to do with it. Yeah, but she also told him. But she told him, come save me. Yeah. But he couldn't control it. Right. But that's what I'm saying is like, there's always, even when she's relying on Rory, even when she's telling little Melody as a baby, you know, there's a man out there who goes by different names, but you know, we have a special name for him and blah, 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 you know, and he's always coming for you. It was Rory. It wasn't the doctor. It was the big fake out, right? Amazing. Yeah. But, um, but here, so we, we've seen her grow from kind of a love interest to, the hero to now there's still this weird tension with, with him and Rory, but, but it's still Rory, you know, young Amy told old Amy in the last episode, you're Amy, he's Rory, you know, yes, I'm, I want you to sacrifice everything for him. You know, there's that whole thing. Um, but here we find out that apparently she does still have this huge amount of faith in the doctor. And again, we have a Dr. Rory moment where, he says, it's your faith in me. And there's a cut to Rory and Rory kind of like looks away, right? Sad so, Rory. Yeah, it's still there. Doesn't it's, Rory go, wait, what about me? <gasps> no, he doesn't. He just kind of goes, <laughs> you know, like looks away. No, and apparently he doesn't have faith in the doctor. Oh, no, what he was saying, yeah, what he was saying was, wait, why what is about it, me? Like, why don't I, why am I not going to get trapped and stuff? Right, yeah. Why Why is it not coming after me? Also, it's does that mean that Rory doesn't have a room? Because he doesn't have faith in anything. I mean, he That's the theory. never found the, his room. That was right. Well, kind of nobody really did. Except for the people Everyone. that were saw no, die. The, do- the doctor found the doctor his... Did. No, everybody found their room Amy except did. for Rory. Ah, uh, well, that did, did the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, even the, um, the alien guy, the angel room was for him. Oh. We find out. Mm-hmm. Well, Amy thought it was Amy? for her and it... Amy's room was the room with her in it. Oh, yeah. With little, with young, young Amy. Forgot that. Amelia. Amelia. It actually, it actually made that distinction. The Wikia made that distinction in the cast. Mm -hmm. It said Amy Pond, Karen Gillan, Amelia Amelia Pond, Pond. uh, whatever Blackwood, whatever her first name is. I can't remember. And didn't at the end, the doctor called her. It's like, it's time for you to go. He called her Amy Williams. Mm Mm-hmm. He called her Amy Williams. It's time to grow up. Yep. And and let let's start seeing each other as we are as equals, right? So that's a huge shift. That's that's a huge shift. And he's and I mean, he kind of really puts it out there where he says, I took you with me because I was vain, because I wanted to be adored. Right? Yeah. So you have this young Sad girl dog. who has the madman in the box who, you know, makes him bacon and feeds him rubbish apples and all that kind of stuff. And he's yeah. like, Hey, why don't you come with me? And then you know, eventually comes back for her, but she's still in his eyes. I mean, we, we saw right with the with the interface, mm-hmm. the 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 uh, voice interface and in and um, let's kill Hitler. It was young Amelia Pond, not yeah. grown Amy Pond, mm-hmm. right? So he always kind something. of sees her that way. Show me something before I mess it yeah, up. That doesn't induce guilt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, at Gross. any rate, so more guilt, huge. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> 
turn you. So huge turning point for Amy here. And then ostensibly, you know, he, he drops them off. So, um, who is the doctor? Uh, let's see. He says, I've never been threatened with a chair leg. Oh, wait, I tell a lie. So, <laughs> wait, I have, that's a reference. I am desperate to know. I am desperate for, for Jared, Jared to, to flesh on, that man. one out for us. Yeah. Um, apparently has both a, a medical degree as well as a degree in cheese making. Uh, <laughs> Odd. He's because, like, I've had a lot of time. Yeah, she's like, you don't have Wisconsin. like a. De- you are a medical doctor, aren't you? You don't have like a degree in cheese making. No, no. Well, yes. Okay. Well, both. <laughs> You're I love it. A doctor of course in cheese he does. Making. Why wouldn't he? Yes. He, he accidentally yeah. invented pasta, and he has a, a doctor. Just in accidentally cheese invented pasta. Yes. Um, he casually solved the Rubik's cube off screen. And uh, Corbin, did you put this? Yes. He couldn't solve it in Night Terrors. Good catch. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that was in a him. wiki and I forgot. To I saw him with the Rubik's Cube and I'm like, huh. I wonder if he'll also not he, be able to solve like, it. Nope. He can he do it fine. He picked it up apparently. and he flipped it in the, the air and like threw it up in the air. And then later on, we just see it sitting solved in front of him while he's like. You know, doing whatever. Before he. What was he doing? No, after remember. he like smashed everything around at, because. Rita died or whatever. Yeah, yeah. He like picked it up and tossed it up in the air and spun it around. And then the next time we see it, it's sitting on the table in front of him, solved. No, no, no mention of it whatsoever. It, it just, just happened. Yeah, it's just solved. I love that. That was, <sighs> that was fantastic. So, come on, doctor. Did you get a degree in Rubik's Cube solving? Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> Why wouldn't he? So let's see. He says uh, he took away Amy's childhood and then led her by the hand to her death. And he knew this would happen. This always happens. Sad duck. I want to. I want to make a, a a connecting point to that in in just a moment. So I'm gonna I'm gonna okay. come back around to that. Um, let's see. Uh, we already mentioned he took Amy because he was vain, wanted to be adored. I'm not a hero. I'm really just a madman in a box. So we have that that title uh, coming back here. Then we have the the Minotaur uh, sort of monologuing, and the Doctor is translating for him. And he says, an ancient creature drenched in the blood of the innocent, drifting through space in an endless shifting maze. To such a creature, death would be a gift. To which he tells the Minotaur, then embrace it, right? In other words, go ahead. You're at peace now. You can die. Because, like, because he said, he basically, earlier he said, I want to die. Like, I want this to be over. And then all of a sudden he grunts one last thing. And the doctor says, I wasn't talking about myself. Which I had to explain was him still translating the Minotaur. Is that confused the mess it was kind of confusing there needed to be a beat there where amy goes what did he say or, or something like that or where like he pauses in between the words like he normally does when translating there's a little bit of a delay yeah, it yeah. makes it more obvious he's translating right but here he just says it outright right so like, when he says i wasn't it- talking about myself he means the minotaur said I wasn't talking about myself when I said that about an ancient creature drenched mm-hmm. in the blood of the innocent. So in other words, he was, t- you know, again, the parallel here, uh, drifting through space in an endless shifting maze didn't refer to the Minotaur in the ho- the crazy hotel. It refers to the doctor in the TARDIS and in the shifting maze in and of itself. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Um, then, uh, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. and then on a little more lighthearted note, the doctor says, uh, you know, uh, Amy says, are, are we ever going to see you again, basically? And he says, oh, sure. Bad Penny is my middle name. Are y'all familiar with the phrase, the bad penny that keeps turning up? Uh, no. Okay. That's a, that's a, it, there's a phrase. I'm not sure of its origin, but um, there's, the phrase is basically you keep turning up like a bad penny. 
I, I don't know what it means. I don't know what it refers to. It's an old saying. But uh, so he says, bad penny is my middle name. And then he says, seriously, you should see the looks I get when I fill in a form. <laughs> like, is he joking? Uh, you never know with the doctor. I mean. What, what would it be? Dr. Bad Penny. What's his last name? Or is doctor his last doctor name? Or doctor's not his, his name. name. First name. Remember, doctor's not his, his, his actual name. It's in Gallifrey. It can't be spoken by humans or something. But he only told Robert's song. It's the only person he's ever told. There you go. Well, the only one that we know of. Well, then, yeah. There might, be some, there might be some classic Who stuff. Know it. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Um, and then um, he says, um, Amy basically says, you know, like, why now? And he says, because you are still breathing. Right. So the doctor's <laughs> got to, this is, can we, can we see that this is like some leftover guilt that 10 was feeling mm-hmm. from every single companion he's had so far in new guilt. Hood? Yeah. 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 Guilt. More guilt. And, and, um, you know, not only that, but I'm again, going to make this, this connection here in just a minute, but, uh, it's not just the companions who he has ruined because he specifically says, what's the alternative standing over your grave you right? and Rory's, both of your skeleton, both of your bones laying on top of each other. Something yeah, something like that. Like that. So, but Hoovians, I did want to just point out, what's the alternative? Standing over your grave. Um, but but the, the connection there is he says that this is what always happens. But here's the thing. And, and what he means is it always happens that they die. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who have we seen companion wise die? Literally nobody. None of them. None. Of them. None of them. Well, right? Donna. Okay. All right. All right. So here's the thing. That's not to say that everything was happy for everybody. Not everybody had a happy None ending. None of them did, except <laughs> yeah. for Martha. Martha was the only one that walked away. Yeah. She, well, she walked away and then came back later. And then in the end, what was the last time we saw Martha? What is she doing? Running. She's fighting Santarans with Mickey. <laughs> with Mickey. On behalf of like Unit or something, wasn't yeah, she with the, she like was that. with Unit? And I swear, Mickey was in the alternate dimension, or was no, no Rose. He made it back. Yeah, he made it back because of yeah. course Rose is the only one that didn't make it back. Of course, yeah. So here's the thing: Who is Rita? Now, the reason that I make this connection here is Rita is one of those people on the list of the companions who never were. Right? Oh, we have Linda Moss. I. I don't even remember this one. Linda Moss was on Game Station 5. Who? Oh, yeah. Do y'all remember her? That place. I do not know her, but I know Game Station 5. She was, okay, so she helped out the, the, uh, she helped out, this was Eccleston. This was nine. Yes. She helped out nine, and there was a thought that she was going to become a new companion, and that Rose was on the way out. Which, uh, if you remember, the part <laughs> nope. of the ways thing. Right. That, yeah. that, uh, sorry, let me back up and rephrase that. That was the intention of the writers. The writers wanted to psych out the fans. Oh, yeah. Because, remember we talked about this. Right. Because the final episode was called The Parting of the Ways. So it was obvious somebody is leaving. So what they wanted to do 
was build it up so that all the fans would think Rose is leaving. So in the episode right before the end, you have this new character who seems like a companion. And so they wanted to build it up so that everybody would think, oh, this is going to be the new companion. She's going to replace Rose. And then BBC wrecked all that by announcing it ahead of time that Eccleston was the one that was leaving. So nobody fell for that. I know, right? So at any rate, uh, so you had Linda Moss, you had Astrid Peth, you had who uh, committed pet. suicide with a For no drove the forklift off the thing. Yeah, if she was going to roll barrel into him, she would be riding in the barrel. That's right. <laughs> um, uh, Madame de Pompadour, the the girl in the fireplace. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she would have left with the doctor, but he's he went through the fireplace, and when he came back, it was like forty years went by or whatever. She was dead. Well, uh, yeah, actually, she was, wasn't she? She did die at the end of the episode. She did, yeah. Um, and more, most recently, Lady Christina D'Souza, another uh, companion who never was, who, however, did not die. Uh, now, okay, now she all of a sudden, wait a minute, like a weird head did, or something. Did Linda Moss die? She did, didn't she? I think she did. She she died at the end of that episode. Yeah, she got like blown up or something. <laughs> right, Corbin. I, what was the remember. first thing you said when it, when re, like within thirty seconds of Rita coming on screen? What did you say? Like she's dead. Yeah, Corbin's yeah. like, oh, she's dead, and I was like, you think she's a ghost? Or no. <laughs> he was like, and he goes, no, like by the end of the episode, she's gonna be dead. The doctor. Why did like, you say that? Ooh, I like this new person. Right, but right. he already it, has a companion, right. so she is gone. <laughs> she is. Definitely gonna die. And She's you knew, gonna... and you knew the one guy that always his race always survived was going to be the last guy and the only guy to survive. You knew that from the start. That's true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, like that you, I knew true. that from the start. I'm like, oh, this is the guy that always survives. Of course, he's always gonna survive. Yeah, of course. And they, yeah, first person they kill off is the conspiracy theorist. That figures. No, well, no, he was no, the he first was, one. He was no, he was the third one to die because we had the we had the one girl who died who was the last. Well, of yeah, her batch but we never before met her. That didn't really and we didn't really meet the other guys. So I still say he's the first person. Okay, uh, so, so at any the rate, first two guys don't count. Uh, yes, Corbin was definitely sure she was either going to be dead or flying away in a strange vehicle by the end. Right, she's definitely going to be like. Christina, you know, flying off in a, in a bus or something like that. So, uh, so she thought that they were in hell or um, uh, whatever they call Oh, it. gosh, I forgot how to pronounce it now. Johanna, I think it was. Um, He's like, oh, you're Muslim. She's like, are you scared of that? Is yeah, she was like, no, don't be afraid. Um, yeah, so um, she thought that they were in the afterlife, right? That they were, you know, as as NBC would say, the bad place. Um, <laughs> Ooh, that, um, what is that noise? <laughs> And that somehow, you know, her, her, her faith was what was going to keep her sane in the midst of all that. Um, she was, she was pretty clever and she was pretty dang heroic. Which wasn't she? she's going to die. <laughs> I'm doing the right thing and running exactly 10 trillion miles like If the miles doctor away. has a companion and you have the attributes of one. They just can't let you live to the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess we've, we've never had, um, we've never had overlap with companions. I know in, in classic who you would get that where there yeah. were, where, where there were multiple companions involved. Like that was you had normal. even like come in at different times and whatnot. Yeah. That was, well, normal. yeah. What I mean is like you, you, if you had multiple companions, you might have one leave and a new companion come in. Um, so, so for example, actually the, the very first companions, right? You mm-hmm. started off with three companions. Um, one was already there. Yeah. Susan was already there, but she was the first to leave. So she left, and I, I'm pretty sure that Ian and Barbara left at the same time. I think the no. doctor, 
I, I think she so. drops them off at Earth. Earth. Yeah. No, I, they like take a Dalek ship, but then they go back to Earth. Something like so that. So they leave at the same time. Yeah, oh. but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but in New Who, we, first of all, first of all, we've mainly had single companions, right? Yeah. So we've had like, here's what we've had. We've had the companion plus one, right? Mm-hmm. So you've had like Rose and then you've had uh, Rose and Mickey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've had Rose and Jack or you've mm-hmm. had Rose and Mickey and Jack. Rose or, and you know, that but one it, guy that came in uh, after the long game. With the thing in his head? Yeah, that left like two episodes later. Yeah, yeah, he was in like one and a half episodes or something. But um and but those, if you if you snapped his head would open. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So she was like all that happened like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the whole you always head. had you always had the main companion plus one. Yeah. yeah. But now, I mean Rory is a full-blown companion. Yeah, definitely. Yes. So so this is the first time in New Who where we've had that. a full-on ongoing two full-time companions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um so, sure, so yeah, every, you're not going to add a third one. No. You're, at this point. Um, now, when we get to 13. New who isn't ready for that. Yeah. When, when you, you get, get to 13, 13 there's seven. They actually have three. three at one yeah. time. Isn't it like five? No, it's three. It's just I three. It's it just like three. Five. It was like Based five. Based on what? Dudes. You haven't even seen any of them. Yeah, you're I've seen you're an wrong. ad once, and they were like all huddled up, and they were like, who made you in charge? And I don't remember what's mm-hmm. your Oh, wrong. those weren't companions, though. Oh, yeah, this is people in the yeah. Episode. The one who said who who put you in charge, and then uh, and then the one guy says uh, we did or whatever. <laughs> that was one of the companions. <laughs> that was um, oh gosh, now I can't even think. I I thought I all think of, the of those were the companions, Cole, but, huh? I thought all of them. No, were. no, no. The one who said who put you in charge was not a companion. That was they were on the planet that they were on, you know, for that episode or whatever. Oh, because I because I had heard that she had hope. She had multiple companions. Yeah, but it's it's just three, which again is more than We've has seen been in a has while. been normal. Yeah, um, and they're three full time companions. So yes, Corbin is right. We knew from the outset that something horrible, some horrible fate was awaiting Rita yeah. because she was way too perfect as a as a potential companion. So it was it was sad, but. It is what it is. So, all right, guys, oh. just wanted to remind you again that Noobs in the Hoobian is brought to you by listeners like Victor and Jared. If you find value in what we're doing, if we help you enjoy your enjoyment even more <laughs> and you want to give a little bit of value back, here's how you can do it. Head over to patreon.com slash noobs and the Hoobian. You can become a supporting patron of family friendly independent media today. All right. So that brings us down to our classic Who connection. Let's listen in to what Jared has to say for us. Hello, noobs in the Hoobian. This is Jared with your Classic Who Connections for God Complex. So, towards the beginning, the doctor mentions that uh, he what has never been previously threatened but with a chair leg before, and then he says, no, that's a lie. And looking through uh, any notes that I can find, uh, the TARDIS Wikia actually has a section on chair, uh, which where this is referenced, among other things. But I couldn't find anything, nor could I remember anything, where he was previously threatened with a chair leg. So that must have been just something that he's referencing that happened off screen, of course. There are also no other references to the doctor having a doctorate in cheese making. However, the third doctor seemed to have a love of cheese. There are a few instances I, I could think of, and uh, the TARDIS Wikia had some others, where the, the, the third doctor really 
had a fondness for cheese. Uh, one, For example, one time he ate an entire plate of cheese sandwiches that were meant for Joe Grant, and he left behind only the lettuce garnish. So perhaps while he was exiled to Earth, he earned this doctorate in cheese making? Maybe. Maybe not. Just a theory. All right, getting on to some real connections uh, to this episode. So the seventh doctor also intentionally caused his companion, uh, who was Ace at the time, to lose faith in him so that he could save her. In the serial The Curse of Fenric, the seventh doctor called Ace an emotional cripple. And he did this, again, so that she would lose her faith in him, and so then the Ancient One could defeat Fenric. I can't say I really remember how that happened. Uh, this is thanks to the TARDIS Wikia bringing this about, but uh, because the Seventh Doctor is not my specialty. So I don't know how that allows the Ancient One to defeat Fenric, but it did. In the serial The Mind of Evil, the Third Doctor was forced to see what he feared most. This is one of the early serials of the Master. And the Master had this machine called a Keller machine, and it forced people to see what they feared the most. And so at that time, as the third doctor, what he saw was a number of his enemies and a world consumed by fire. And that's because recently he had just come through the serial Inferno, where the the world was consumed by fire uh, in that. So um, that was his greatest fear then, and apparently behind door number 11, he sees his greatest fear again. Moving up to the fourth Doctor, it was with the fourth Doctor that we saw the Nimmons, and that would be the serial, the Horns of Nimmin, uh, which you might re- remember the Minotaur was a distant uh, relation, you know, connected to the Nimmons. And finally... The second Doctor came upon a Minotaur in the serial The Mind Robber, and the third Doctor encountered a Minotaur in The Time Monster, which was a transformed human, uh, the Minotaur in that one. So uh, we have seen Minotaurs before in Doctor Who. So that was it. Uh, This was a fun episode to watch. It it was interesting. This is one of the ones I remembered more so than others, uh, watching back through it this time. Uh, For whatever reason, it stuck out to me. And so it was a was a good episode. Not it's hard this season to to really rate the episodes because they're they're all good for the most part. But uh, this really didn't strike me as as great as the others. So giving it an 8 out of 10 bright blue eyes. Uh, You might recall the Minotaur had these just very, very deep bright blue eyes. So those stuck out to me. And as far as creep levels go, I know this one was meant to be kind of creepy. It it just didn't hit me as all that creepy. It's an entire story based around people's greatest fears. And so they, they should be. It should be creepy. Maybe it was because I did remember so much of it from the last time or times that I've watched it. So uh, I'm going to give it 175 creep levels, but I'm giving it 100 just for the clown that we keep seeing sitting on the bed because clowns are creepy. So 100 levels just for the clown, but 175 total. And that's it. Uh, All that's left is for me to thank the TARDIS Wikia and Noobs in the Whovian for having me on. And I look forward to bringing you more Classic Who Connections next time. 
All right, so that brings us down to our overall impressions. Uh, starting out with our rating out of 10 random things. Trip, what do you got, man? Um, I, I mean, it was good. I liked it. It... They killed off Rita. Yeah, I, I, don't, I felt I don't the like that. Right. I don't I don't like how they got killed. Like they just became paralyzed or something. You know something I just thought of? What? What happened to them when the hotel disappeared? What do you mean? I guess they were just left there or there were. I mean, help me out here. They were still breathing, right? Their eyes were open. I think they were dead though. I was under the impression I mean, they were still totally breathing. No, yeah, he was they were totally like alive. catatonic. Like the the first guy, I was like, "What's wrong? What's up with him?" But the second guy, it's like he is dead. He is no longer alive. Hmm. That's see, the I was taking I it that they that they laid him out next to each other and everything, but it seemed like they were still like breathing. Yeah, but like, like he put the gone. blanket over him. Well, like, with the first guy, because they didn't... They, they don't show it, but he didn't fully rate, put it regardless on. regardless of that, their bodies weren't even there. Yeah. When the whole thing turned out to be a holodeck, their bodies weren't even there. Well, I mean, I guess at that point, you just like, couldn't whatever, see it. We're wrapping up the episode, so... Or you just couldn't see them. Anywho, so you don't like the way that, that they sort of killed everybody off, but what else were you saying? Um, pretty sure that was all, but okay. I'm going to give it a 9.5 sad clown. Wah, wah. We've come full circle. <laughs> um, I'm going to give this nine ceiling scraping horns. Oh my goodness. That yeah. was amazing. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. They alluded to it earlier. I don't know if y'all caught that. The yeah, doctor reached like, up and ran his finger across a gouge. No, that was the, the girl. Yeah. The girl it was did. Someone. Oh, was it? I thought it was the doctor. Anyways, um, I thought that was a neat the little The girl that died foreshadow. like two seconds later. Right. Um, so at any rate, um, yeah, I enjoyed this one. I thought uh, the episode itself is is good. And then at the end, the, that, ah, I mean, this was a character story. This was, I mean, that's all this was, was even the characters we had just met. We got a deep dive. We had a deep dive on a planet full of subjugated people. Like the fact that the, the little detail that that guy worked at the city planning commission where they were planting trees so that their conquerors could march in the shade. <laughs> and he goes, which is nice. <laughs> like, that's such a, so a goofy can, little detail. So their conquerors could march in the shade. Yeah. So that, so that conquering armies, <laughs> they, they prepare the way for their conquerors. And that's, that's beautiful. Um, little details like that. Um, I also like the fact that that guy looked like he was from Whoville. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> it was like What's the same makeup. weirdest the weird ears. The weird ears and the nose. He had yeah. he had the, the Whoville big, nose from the, the Jim Carrey. The biggest teeth. I did place it initially during the episode. I'm like, oh, he looks like a who. That's he looks like he a, is. yeah, he's a Whovian. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so at any rate, um, yes, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this. I love the character deep dives on all the characters, not just the ones that we know and love, but even the, the brand new characters. So nine out of ten ceiling scraping horns. Corbin? I'm going to say 8.5 companions that could have been. Sad Rita. I'm not sad. I knew they were going to die. (laughs) Rita's not sad. She died. Corbin did not get attached to Rita at all because he was like, nope, you're going to (laughs) die. Well, you knew that only one guy. I'm going to be excited and thrilled then, but not get attached. Only one guy or no guys would have yeah yeah it was going to come down to and it was definitely going to be a guy because you know it wasn't rita by the end of this episode the doctor dropped off amy meaning he went from what could have been three 
to zero. zero. Oh, that's a good point. And they, oh man, how did you feel at the end when he's in the TARDIS in the control room and turns around? He slowly turns around and looks and he's all by himself. And I was like, Oh, the saddest of sad doctors. And I, re- oh. and I remember in some of the episodes where he turns around and he's like, and that's how that works. And nobody was yeah. there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. There's sad. no one. I'm up here being extremely clever and there's no one here to watch. What are you people here for? Yeah. All right. Um, creep levels. Let's get into it. Because there's a lot. Because there is a lot. Very creepy. Who wants to start? Algo. Awesome. Okay. Okay. So... <laughs> My creep level isn't based, well, it's somewhat based off of the episode, but okay. it's based off of what could have been in all of the rooms that we saw. <laughs> so part of your creep level rating is, is thinking the what, doors that never got opened. Yeah. I love it. I love it. <laughs> because like, other than that, like a weird clown, I don't know, the right. weeping angels, that, which kind that of- brutal gorilla. <laughs> That I read in a book when I was six. (laughs) And what, has terrified you ever Ever since? since? Oh, yeah. I mean, if I was faced with a gorilla, sure, I would jump out of the room. But I wouldn't, like, be terrified of a weird gorilla. I do like like the concept because the episode episode definitely does uh, force you to ask yourself the question, what would have been behind my door? Because they all kind of... They all explore that, right? Mm-hmm. And they, they even explore like uh, uh, what would have been in Rory's door, you know, and, and, and all those kinds of things. And so you have to ask yourself while you're watching it, what would be behind my door? And I, what I love is that they say you – the, 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 the girl at the beginning. You never know until you open up You the have door. no idea what's going to be there. But the moment you see it, you realize oh. it couldn't have been anything else. That is terrifying. Including yeah. a gorilla. Well, I mean, hey, you know, that I, was I bet she wasn't expecting thing. the gorilla. So, Trip, what's your what's your creep level out of four uh, five hundred? I'm gonna go four hundred. Four hundred. It was like two hundred. Then I realized, wait, what could have been? <laughs> and all of the doors that we didn't so open. So many doors. That's like right. so many, including doors. including the doctors. The doctors. I he think it's saw, just like the Daleks mm-hmm. or something. He saw what was in there. I thought it was see. a time vortex. And only the doctor could like look at his greatest fear and be like, eh, of course. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. And also the thing at the end that he hung on the door fell down to the ground. I think that was funny. That was weird. Yeah, that was. <gasps> Does that mean he pulled it out of his pocket? <laughs> it wasn't part of the simulation. He, it just, fell to the floor and stayed there. He just has one of those. Of course he does. <laughs> Of course he Why does. Why not? He's Why awesome. not? Exactly. Please do uh, not so disturb. I am going to, Trip, I'm totally going to agree with you that ju- the, the unopened doors is the most terrifying part of this episode. Um, but there was plenty of terrifying stuff. Mm-hmm. The, the dummies are horrible. Oh, I hate yeah. them. They were my least favorite part of Toy Story 4. <gasps> um, the, I think the, the, the Toy Story 4 one were creepier. Also, they were. They, they why did they were. set them all up? In Doctor Who, they took all the dummies and set them right next oh, to the Oh, they did. They brought them out of that room. Like, what the heck is wrong with you people? No, they were in the room. Why did they bother? Oh, to was do that, that the yeah, room that they were in? That's the room. But, okay, like, but they, they weren't still sitting in their chairs. And they're like clearly like living Wait. to some degree. Right. And y'all are like, yeah, whatever. What's we saw Rory's door. We did. And it was an elevator. Because he was like, <gasps> no, Doctor. Okay. Uh, no, it was an exit door. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah, the Wikia pointed that out, that um, two, two elements that, first of all, uh, no, 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 I'm sorry. The doctor pointed out one thing. He said, that's why it showed you the exit, because oh. it didn't need you. You have nothing. You have nothing. You have faith in. You're a man of science and reason, so you don't have faith in in anything. So you're useless. So oh. here's the exit. The Wikia pointed out. Where did that exit go? Just was that an Remember? exit off of the ship? No, because he looked. In other words, he looked back at it, and it was just a door. Right, because it was all part of the hologram. But what I'm saying is, what if he had actually opened that door? Did the hologram? set it up in such a way that that was an actual exit off of the ship. And this is, this is again, this was fan theories and whatnot. Yoink. This was under the, this was under the theory section let, marked officially as unconfirmed because there, there's a fan theory that that was an exit off the ship. And if he had opened that door, he would have been sucked into space and died. <laughs> so, what about all the people that were standing next to him? And I guess presumably they would have too. So I mean, I guess right. that's so. I don't know if I actually said it. my score yet, but it's four twenty-five out of five hundred creep levels. Corbin, what do you got? Uh, uh. Well, y'all keep talking about what could have been behind the doors. Yeah. As far as I understood it, there was nothing behind the wasn't supposed to be anything behind the doors until you went in there. But more, what I was like scared by was what. Is the thing chasing them and coming after them? Because mm-hmm. there's the oh, suspense the of what is it yeah. until you see the Minotaur. And the Minotaur is not that scary. It's just, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, oh, I know what that is. It's really not, not that, that terrifying. But once you saw the, like, the suspense is like, yeah. oh, what is it? What is it? It's scary. But, um, and like it pulled him away. Also, that was pretty creepy because it pulled him away. What I'm assuming what is. What pulled it, who away? The Ooh. Minotaur pulled the guy away that. The first guy that was with the ventriloquist dummies, he like pulled him out of the room, and then the doctor went running after him, like, "No, not him!" Oh yeah. Okay. And then we did yeah. the weird speed up thing where he was just running through. <laughs> oh yeah, that was weird. The Scooby Doo scene. I forgot about it. <laughs> oh yeah. And the way they set it up, it looked like they built exactly one set for the entire episode. And Probably, yeah. It was just that four way hallway or whatever. Yep. That's all you needed. So, so what's your score? Uh, three seventy five. All right, three seventy five from the jaded. Wait, why team. didn't they just use an actual you hotel say that, that existed? Like every single time, because you always rate it the lowest. All right, uh, quick, quick run through on the theories. Uh, we don't have anything to update, do we? What will happen no. when with eleven dying? Who is the impossible astronaut? Nah, nothing. Okay, no, no. but I do want to throw in. This is a new question. What happens with Amy and Rory? What do you think? They stay there. Nothing happens. They never come. The doctor never comes back. We never see them ever. Again. Oh, well. That's what I think. Actually? I think we never see them ever again. They just <laughs> literally, they just don't have a Dad, part to play. We Dad's just, response makes me think that might not be correct. We just but, um, literally never see them again. Oh, I, I'm just I'm just confirming what you, what are you saying. So. See, how many more episodes is there? Till the finale. To this season. There's, I, uh, I think there's closing time the and the wedding finale. of River Song. Huh? I think they're in the season finale. So, I mean... We have Craig next episode, and then something happens afterwards where they show up. Uh, I guess while while they're uh, gonna end up the like saving him or something is about to die. They're gonna like save like him that. Because isn't well, isn't Eleven supposedly a lot older? At a well, maybe that doesn't have anything to do with it. At what? At um, when he's at the start of killed. this season, when he's about to get killed, 
Isn't he a lot older? And then just like, out of nowhere, he calls on a past version of himself. So, yeah. yeah. I guess there probably is a lot of time in between either this episode and the next one or the next one and the finale. Where he just where, so happens. You know, he's to doing stuff. Meet yeah. up with them. And eventually they show up again. In so, the so you're finale. saying, you're saying, all right, he just dropped off Amy and Rory. He now has to do 200 years worth of stuff before the season finale. Is that what mm-hmm. you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. And okay. I mean, be off screen. He's just, he's doing stuff. That or the next is. episode is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Takes place at a long Spoiler time. alert, I'll tell you, the next episode does not take 200 years. <laughs> next one just took 500 years to film. Awesome. All right, so what happens with Amy and Rory? Trip says, that's it. This was their goodbye. We're mm-hmm. done. Okay. Mm-hmm. Corbin thinks Adios. they are in the season finale. He does not think we're done with them. Craig, next episode, Amy and Rory back in the in the season and finale. And Riverside, well, of course. I think I think and you're late for my wedding. The 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 the, the, the past yeah. version of them <laughs> is going to be in the season finale because we obviously see them at the start. But I think after that, when they avert Eleven's death and whatnot, they won't show up until sometime next season. Like the the current versions of them, I guess. Maybe the first episode, or maybe after. I don't think they're going to be in the Christmas special though. So past. Past, Past Amy and Rory will from, show from, up from episode one. Yeah, we'll show up. We'll be there. at the season finale. But okay, but the, other than the current versions don't show up until next season. Gotcha. That's what I think. Gotcha. I don't think they show up again. Like I think I, I'm saying their present versions will show up. Like if they're past present, that has already happened. I, I get what you're saying. So. He dropped them off. He's done with them. Yeah, is what you're saying. Okay. Awesome. Well, he happens to run happens. by them. And something that is already that we've already seen. <laughs> All right. So that brings us down to the game plan. Next week we continue our mad dash to the series finale by watching "Closing Time," my favorite title to sing and annoy no. the noobs. Over here. <laughs> um, after uh, after that, we'll have the wedding of River Song, which uh, I wonder what that's about. And. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have our first timey wimey of 2020, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. So can't wait for it. I really can't. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm, I'm getting, pumped. I'm pumped. For I almost watched it the other day. I think it was. I think it popped up on Netflix or something, and I was like, oh man, I want to watch this right now. And I was like, ah, I gotta wait. So um, that means though, that means noobs, y'all got to remind me. We need to have a viewing solution for this episode by next episode okay so the next time we sit down we need to have mapped out because i can't remember if it's on prime or netflix bogus journey is like i think bogus journey is on netflix and i hate it when they do that when they put one of a trilogy or one of a <laughs> pair of movies and it's not the first one or even if it is the first one I, that means i can't watch the next one anyways um it, it's probably worse when it's the second one because then you can't even watch the first yeah, one because you can't even watch the first one the only thing worse than watching the first and not being able to see the second is watching the second and not having any clue what's happening <laughs> Because you didn't see the first. So anyway, we will find um, the best options for you guys and be sure to link up to those in the show notes and we'll announce it in the next episode. So I am looking forward to that. Guys, as always, Noobs in the Whovian is a production of Master Closet Studios where it's always smaller on the inside. Your senior producer is me, Austin Reason. Our audio engineer is this guy. I'm Trip. Our production editor is the other guy. 
I'm Corbin. Special thanks to TARDIS.Wikia.com for the trivia. Thanks to Jared for the Classic Who connection. And shout outs as always to Victor and Jared for their Patreon support. You can find us at Facebook.com slash Noobs in the Whovian, where you can direct message us, or you can email us at Noobs in the Whovian at gmail.com. Consider supporting us over at Patreon.com slash Noobs and the Whovian. Find all these links and more, including our show notes, over at Noobs and the Whovian.com. Wherever you found us, make sure that you subscribe, leave us a rating, share us with a friend, not because we're awesome, but because we watch an awesome show. And sometimes totally mess up the closing. Up. <laughs> Until next time, my name is Austin. I'm the Whovian. These are my sons, Corbin and Trip. And, and we're the news. And we will see you next time. Goodbye. Be whip.